0: Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Did you know that there are many unseen energies that can both negatively and positively affect the spaces around you, whether you're sensitive and can feel them or not? And there are ways to clear and neutralize space so that it feels good and nurturing to be in. In this episode, Tia and I talk about the different forces that can affect your space and what you can do to make your space feel clear, nourishing, and supportive. And after the discussion we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens, and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today we're discussing ley lines, auric fields, and the dead. Unseen energies that can affect your space.
1: So today we're talking about the unseen and in terms of spaces. Yeah, so Whether you're someone who's very sensitive to your environment or someone who has no clue we're all affected by the unseen and that can be Spirits, the dead, feng shui stuff. Yeah, right. So what's your take on all of that? Yeah, so
0: uh, I find this a topic that's fascinating, and it's huge. Okay, so we're just going to skim the surface of Mm -hmm. some of these things, and... Because I think it's important for us to understand what can affect our space so we can be mindful of it, we don't have fear around it, and then we know what to do. You know, In terms of, can we clear this, do we need to move, that type of thing, you know? So um, I think it's gonna be a helpful episode for people and I think um, that it's uh, important information because there's so much misinformation out there about this sort of stuff too. So we're gonna be talking about this from a frequency perspective. And I think when people think of the unseen affecting Physical spaces that we're in, most people think about the haunted house, right? Like that's the typical sure. thing that people think about. Mm-hmm. So they think about the dead and how um, the dead can affect a space. Now, mm-hmm. there's a, a lot of like Hollywood movie around this particular um, idea. Mm-hmm. And so, just for people to know, you know, the dead are not all the same. And we talked about this in the, or I talked about this in an episode called Demystifying the Dead. So if you don't know how the dead are and that there are different groups of them and they behave differently and they have different um, sort of reasons for doing what they do, I really recommend watching that. It's a, a quite a lengthy um, episode. I think it's like 40 minutes, but it's quite mm-hmm. detailed. So I would recommend going to watch that. Okay. But for the dead that affect physical space... Typically, they're the dead that are lower in resonance, because most of the dead, when you come out of the physical body and you're disembodied, most people, or a number of people, will start to rise in their frequency resonance and then become more awake or start to move into a higher order. The the ghosts that we have heard about in story or in film or whatever are actually the dead who either don't know they're dead and or are denser in resonance. And mm-hmm. that's why they're still associated with the human realm. Got it. And that's why we can even perceive them physically, right? You know, people will see ghosts, mm-hmm. right? Because they actually have a form. And that actually is an indication of how low the resonance is, because mm-hmm. you actually can physically perceive them with your physical eyes, which is kind of amazing, yeah. right? Because the dead, um, the higher they go in resonance, the less we can perceive them physically, because they start to vibrate at a rate that's higher than what we can perceive with God, our physical yeah. eyes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But um, so the dead can, um, Uh, because they're hanging around and can affect spaces. So I just want to back up out of this and say, a lot of people think that cemeteries are where the dead hang out, but it's not. They actually will typically go to a place that they were comfortable in, or that they liked, or that they um, have familiarity with. Mm. Right? They'll go there. They don't hang around in a place where their body is. They don't care about their body.
1: Right. Makes
0: sense. A lot of them don't even. A lot of the ones you you can physically see don't even know they're dead. So they're not looking for their body. You know right. what I mean? They just don't even know. They
1: probably go home.
0: Yeah, they go home. Yeah. Exactly. So they'll go to physical locations. Mm-hmm. And if you go to an old city like London or Paris or some of these very, or even New York City or you know in Asia where. Mm -hmm. where you have very, very old cities, um, there are a lot of dead there. Mm -hmm. And they're going because that's where home was, right? And so um, if they're affecting your physical space by moving things or rattling doors or windows or playing with electricity or whatever it is that they're doing, it is possible to clear them out of a space, okay, on spirit level. Mm -hmm. Um, There are people other than me who do this, you know, who specialize in clearing spaces, but I think it's really important when you clear space that you, um, to some degree, have some compassion and also cross them over into pure source. Because in order to cross over into pure source, so just backing up, just because you're dead doesn't mean you've crossed over. It means you're dead. It means you're not in your body. Mm-hmm. That's it. In order to cross over into that pure source frequency, you have to be awake. So someone like me can help them transition into that space of that infinite field of pure source energy. And there are others who can do this too. Mm-hmm. So. It's not just about clearing the space and like shoving the dead out of your space. It's about crossing them over because then everybody wins, right? Your space is clear. They're crossed over. They won't come back. They won't come back because they're very (laughs) happy where they are. They don't need to come back to your house. Problem solved. Problem solved for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like the more ideal thing. Mm -hmm. Um, The dead can also, even if they don't know you and... um, so, for example, in Hawaii, there's a very strong culture of the dead. Right? They revere their dead. They honor them, mm-hmm. and so um, there can be in the land like the dead will move around, and they can come into spaces that people live in because they're moving around, and things like you know wild pigs will come into spaces and stuff like you know they'll you know oh, things yeah. can happen where yeah. animals just seem to come all the time, and sometimes that's because the dead are there, mm-hmm. and it's important to clear the land of that of. Uh, you know, just delineate like where's yours, and for them to sort of not come into that space, yeah. and so they stay outside of that. Mm-hmm. So um, things like clearing the land or clearing a house can be really helpful, so that uh, your space feels good to you. Can you play the GFC after this as a clearing? Um, well, I have a, I have a GFC on frequency saging, which will help you to clear a space. Okay. Um, my, the GFC after this will be on starting that process. Okay. okay. So in order to, um, so just in terms of being able to feel not afraid of the things that can, you know, oh, so you feel right. more centered and stable in yourself That's important. so mm-hmm. that when you go to clear a space, you yourself are resonating higher and then you can, um, clear a space with that frequency staging Perfect. GFC. Good to so know. it sort of sets you up for it. Okay. Yeah. Great. So, in any case, but things when um, it just it can help for um, if you have somebody who's resonating high enough, it's almost like an agreement. Like this space is is not for you, okay? Mm-hmm. If this and they'll stay out, out of it. Mm. So it's a res, it's a, res, a respect almost, and then a certain amount of authority. So um, that's for the dead, right? So because you know the other thing about the dead, if they're in your space a lot, you can start to feel heavy and mm-hmm. not good physically. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the dead are, uh, have a decay frequency in them. They're dead, yeah? And they're not awake dead, I mean, or they're not even like crossed over into that field of pure source energy and now Mm -hmm. awake. They're dead. So they're running a decay frequency that for you in a a body can start to affect you, okay? Mm -hmm. So meaning it can start to create dissolution in the body or decay in the body, okay? Or decay in the emotional well-being or the decay in relationship or the decay in opportunity. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. It's too much decay. Now, let me just make this clear. We all have decay frequency to some degree. We're human, right? Our bodies are aging. We're I mean,
1: dying as we live.
0: Exactly, yeah. yes. It's just part of being human, yeah. right? So that's normal, to have some kind of decay frequency because like, you're in a body. And as you rise in frequency resonance, that starts to shift a bit, mm-hmm. or a lot depending on what's happening. And if you have too much, though, decay frequency around you, it starts to tip. You know, it becomes unhealthy, sure. right? Because it's not like the normal bodily process of breakdown. It's too much heaviness. And people can start to physically become ill. Mm-hmm. Um, you can um, start to uh, emotionally feel weird. Mm-hmm. All that sort of stuff can mm-hmm. happen. And you don't really want that decay frequency around you. Sure. So it's best to like clear, clear it out. Yeah.
1: Okay, so that's helpful. Aside from the dead, I know you had mentioned in the past, like even things like unfinished projects... Mm-hmm. can affect your space, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have, even, like, you know, there's a lot of shows out there about, like, creating minimalism in your space and yeah. things like that. So that yeah. could be helpful. Marie Kondo or whatever. Yeah. Organizing. So visually, like, if we have a cluttered environment, it it's a cluttered mind. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about things like that, too? Well, um,
0: sometimes if somebody's been in a house, so what I'm talking about is the re- residue of distortion pattern. So let's just okay. imagine... Okay, so because you can start to create an work field in a space. So what does that mean? So let's imagine that there's a couple that's lived in a house and they've been there for like fifty years. Mm -hmm. Okay, and we'll give two scenarios. In one scenario, the couple is um, not is he beats her. Let's just say. Okay, so it's very violent. It's very heavy, mm. there's a lot of control patterns, there's a lot mm. of compression patterns, perhaps addiction patterns, but they're in this house for 50 years. And as a result, they start to create like a mini auric field mm. in that space. So you come into that space, and it feels kind of weird and heavy mm. and dark, and you don't know why, yeah, you know, it okay. just feels not good. Right. Like if you're sensitive, you'll pick up on it, yes. for example. And what you're picking up on is the little auric field that they created in that time, because they kept repeating those patterns over and over and over again. So mm. again, you can actually create a little bit of an auric field in mm-hmm. that space. Um, let's say on the other hand though, this couple is like really loving, okay? And they are happy together, and they love their home, and they're grateful, and they take care of the land, and there's a lot of love. They raise their family there, it's like, you know what I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's a, the opposite. Mm-hmm. When you walk into that space, because that auric field is still it being created, feels good. it feels it. good, Fresh. you're like, yeah, and it feels yeah. like, like warm and nurturing, yes. and it's like, I, I really like this. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That can impact space, okay? okay. So the auric field, depending on how long people were there, mm-hmm. how strong those patterns were, mm-hmm. can create something in the space that when you walk into it, you respond to, okay? Yeah. So you may start to feel better, in it or worse in it and it may not be immediate it may like start to happen you mm-hmm. know depending how long you're in that auric field mm-hmm. so that's important to yeah. be aware of and so clearing your space with that frequency staging is actually important because then what is frequency staging to me that's when you reset everything to zero it's like space nothing <laughs> zero mm. as opposed to with anything in it good bad indifferent it's just nothing that means you set the auric field. When you, you're you in there with your frequency resonance, mm-hmm. it feels clean. Mm-hmm. You know, you've like walked into a clean space, you get to create whatever you want in mm-hmm. it, right? It supports you in that way because it's like, it's it's nothing, but it's not negative, you know, it's not bad. It's yeah. just like, it's neutral. A, neutral. Yeah. It's neutral. So you get to be however you want to be in that
1: That's space. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, and so like we said in the very beginning, like if you're someone who's really sensitive and can notice, man, this space feels da-da-da, I don't know, but you know, yeah. and you can name it, or you can't name it you're still affected, affected by, by it yeah right cuz you can, you can have no idea about space or whatever and you're like just in a bad mood every day and like exactly. you can see the effect yes and you may not mm. know why whereas some might be like i think it's this same yeah, yeah exactly cuz yeah.
0: when they go to work for example yeah. they start to feel better
1: right. and then they go at
0: home and they start to dread it
1: wow for example. this is important
0: yeah so yeah. um so there's that and there's also things like um, uh ley lines right so this is something that's a very old um, sort of science so there are lines that run around the earth and they form a grid and they're called ley lines and they're they run at a and so they have a certain frequency to them and in certain places like you'll notice that it feels really good in that space because the ley lines are converging in a way that feels good hmm. and there are other places where like for example in San Francisco where we used to live okay so Generally speaking, that city's affluent, has culture, art, whatever, you know, that kind of thing. And it's, an, for as long as I can remember, we lived out there for only 20 years, and for I many years before that, there's a street called Sixth Street, where it's like everyone sort of down and out is there. There's a lot of drug use on that street. There's a lot of violent crime. It's on this street. I'm not saying there's no crime in San Francisco, okay? So please <laughs> note, I do yeah. not say that. But this, particular- but this particular street is like this nexus for all of that sort of like yuck, you know, that can happen in a city.
1: Low vibration. Low
0: resonance. Very dense, you know, like a lot of homelessness, a lot of drug use, a Mm. lot of mental disorder, a lot of like Mm. that, Mm -hmm. you know, doesn't feel particularly safe. It's dirty, you know, like that kind of thing. Now, every city kind of has a place like this. And it Mm -hmm. all, you know, it's like, why doesn't, and people have tried to revitalize that street, like all this stuff tries to happen, but it always dissolves. So there's a ley line that runs there and it's actually where two converge and therefore on that in that space it creates a dissonance a low level frequency resonance that attracts low level frequency resonance it wow. creates it, cre- it has a field that creates this kind of thing right like that kind of like heavy, dark, dense distortion, right. right? And it's just because, imagine, like if you even equate it to sound, right? Like if you have a sound, that's a grating oh, and yeah. horrible. Oh, yeah, dissonance was a great so,
1: word yeah. to describe. Yeah, It's, it's just like that, eh. eh, right? So things that are eh yeah. will be there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That makes sense. Exactly. And so the opposite's true. Maybe Sedona, I've never been, but mm-hmm. I've heard like there's some magical yeah. like, areas it's there. there yeah. yeah, and there are ley lines where,
0: um, it's interesting, you know, um, a lot of, it's fascinating to me, a lot of churches are placed on powerful ley lines. Hmm. It's very fascinating to me, hmm. okay? So it's a lot of, con- like there's an interesting amount of control that can happen over ley lines because there's a lot of power Everybody in them. Everybody feels good. Yeah, and there's sleep. a lot of power there, yeah. yep. And so that's the thing with ley lines is that they can be very powerful. And a lot of, not just churches, but like old, um, old like ancient peoples would put their sacred places where ley lines,
1: How do we know where the
0: ley lines are? Yeah, so, you know, there are a lot of things where they'll map the ley lines. You can see them. There are people who specialize in ley lines and will help consult and, like, where to put your, like, is this house, like,
1: in a good position and that type of thing. It wouldn't be considered a woo-woo thing. It's a thing that can be measured.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, people have been mapping this for a while. It's not like a, well, I don't, I'm pretty... (laughs) (laughs) I'm the judge like of my <laughs> <word>. <laughs> but anyways, um for me, like it's you know, people have mapped this, right? Yeah, so this people is the, have the map- mapped it, right? So it's it's quite known and there are it's people mappable. Yeah, it's mappable. <laughs> and there are people who know about them and they specialize in where ley lines are, and um there's a lot of science like around this, mm, right? About okay. mapping, about things like this. And um speaking of science, I mean like feng shui it's also a form of science right mm-hmm. it's like because what is all of that ley lines and feng shui it has to do with the chi right the phys- like how is energy moving in this physical space yeah. and how does it affect it now ley lines to me have to do with resonance right so when you're in a in a powerful ley line it actually amplifies the power or whatever it is that's in that space it's positive it can also be negative like in that bad part of town mm-hmm. feng shui is about in your space how does energy run? Now, this is kind of like your neck of the woods, right? Mm-hmm. Because all about Chinese medicine is mm-hmm. has to do with energy running clearly and, and, and well. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And feng shui is that science of like how... Because it's not about... It's funny, you know, when people think about traditional Chinese medicine, they think of it as like, you know, herbs or maybe acupuncture. Sure. But it's all of it. I mean, oh, yeah. the traditional Chinese—they it was all about like how does everything affect the energy flowing in that physical space. So whether it's your house, whether mm-hmm. it's the earth, whether it's mm-hmm. like the cosmos, it doesn't
1: really matter. Yeah, we it's want qi to flow, flow freely, freely and more balanced. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. There's like some you know five element feng shui as mm. well, like pieces of wood, you know, fire, earth, metal, water, and wood. You mm-hmm. want to have aspects of all of that in your home. Mm-hmm. So they say. Mm-hmm. You know, in certain areas, so it's kind of neat. Like mirrors are like metal. Mm-hmm. Have some mirrors, some like bowl of fruit would be like earth. Mm-hmm. You know, flower. So that all these little things you can add, yeah, and just it feels better. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and you know, yeah. a lot of
0: people will be like, "Feng shui is BS." I'm like, no, actually it works. I actually studied feng shui for a while.
1: Oh, yeah. cool. Mm-hmm.
0: And so some of it has become like a little bit weird. You know, like a little bit commercialized and a little bit sure. like, um, honestly, like. Um, Putting a flute somewhere or whatever, you know, it's become a little bit odd. Mm -hmm. Um, It's become, you know, a little overly commercialized. But in terms of the the base of feng shui, which has to do with, like, again, how energy. flows in a space and have it be balanced and feel good. Mm. So, for example, there's a principle in feng shui where it's like if you have three doorways in a row, it can cause energy or chi to move too fast through those doorways. And so if you're in a room at the end of those three doorways, it can create a lot of feeling of... um, like um, jitteriness or urgency or, urgency, oh, sure. or um, relationships get tense because it's like, too fast. Uh-huh. Right, that she isn't like meandering like a stream slowly oh. and like with flow, et cetera. It's like rocking down like a straight, you know, rapid or something like this. Mm-hmm. So it's too fast. So um, if you can shift things with like a mirror. Or um, a crystal, or something like this. Yeah. It can. And what does crystal do? It amplifies, right? And it actually will take um, the. It's fascinating. Crystals to me are fascinating. They can do so many things. They can start to disperse energy, right? So it doesn't feel so hard and fast. Mm. No, it can make it. It start to feel softer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, depending now, what I would say about feng shui is that it depends on who's doing it right? It's always about the practitioner. It's Mm. just like anything, right? An acupuncturist, a doctor, a healer, a musician. It doesn't matter what the art is. If their
1: energy or intention is skewed, skewed. it it would affect.
0: Yes. And not just their energy, but their frequency resonance. Uh So how high their frequency resonance is absolutely will affect their ability to help you alter your space in a way that feels good to you. Mm. Because it's not just about like mental knowing. Right, it's about it's the combination of art and science, right? Just like what you do. It's mm-hmm. not just like, okay, well, she's describing these symptoms X, Y, Z. Therefore, I follow this formula. It, not at all. Then your
1: treatment feels
0: dead. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. it's alive.
1: because yeah. you're
0: because um, qi is moving. Mm-hmm. So to me, feng shui is um, is an art as well as a science. And so, how high resonating your practitioner is will have a very big influence on how Mm -hmm. your space will feel as they start to
1: shift it for you. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. my feeling, anyway. That's good. That's that's helpful. So, thank you. We went over a few the ley lines, the dead, feng Mm -hmm. shui. Yeah. And you know, we may end up doing another episode to to dive deeper into certain topics. Yeah,
0: and yeah, and the one thing I also wanted to mention is there are spaces on the earth, and I don't know why this is. Um, and houses sometimes are uh, maybe erroneously put on them that are portals. Mm-hmm. And portals will open you into different realms. Not all realms are desirable, right? Some realms are darker than others. And uh, things can come in uh, that aren't great from other realms. So, and it sounds, honestly, it sounds like a Hollywood movie when I'm saying, but I've seen them mm-hmm. and um, I've had to close them. So, and things literally stop. like. Things haywire, like all this weird messed up stuff, like um, like one thing after another. So, for example, clients of ours um, uh, bought a home in San Francisco and my abilities had just started to come in. And everything started to go wrong. It's a very affluent neighborhood, very beautiful house, mm-hmm. and things started to go wrong. like. Um, their workers were, um, who were very good, we've used them many times before, kept finding things like um, their machinery would malfunction mm-hmm. or um, they would apply uh, the wrong floor color stain mm-hmm. even though it was clear and they'd have to do it again. Do you know what sure. I mean? Like, yes. said, like things like this, right? Like yeah. over and over again. And um, uh, one day, um, like uh, this never happens in the neighborhood, um, the woman returned home and found a homeless person in her house because the, he'd broken in. Their home. And he wasn't doing anything. He was just hanging out. But she like scared the, yeah. the Jesus out of her, yeah. obviously. Kind of chaotic thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> things like this. That, yeah. But it was like thing after thing oh,
1: after thing after thing. That's when you notice. That's something.
0: when you notice something is wrong. So they had a portal in their home into these dark realms. And it was just like, like all this negative, horrible things were happening. So once I closed it, it literally stopped. Literally stopped. They're like, and I saw, I, ne- I never told them what I was doing. I just... Did it, yeah. And then um, <laughs> later, I was like, "Hey, how is your house now? Like, you know, you used to have all that chaos." She's like, "Yeah, I don't know. That was just like a really weird period, but now everything's great. I love it." Mm. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <Weird period. laughs> yeah." So things That's like cool. that can happen. Yeah. So as you said, we're just touching on the surface of many yeah. of these things, but it's helpful to know what these things are, yeah. so that you can know how to address them.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Karen. That's helpful. So again, the GFC after this can help us to be in a better place mm-hmm. when we're experiencing our space, mm-hmm. and then you have a whole nother GFC on
0: clearing your clearing space.
1: space. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. For
0: those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay. Here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for the unseen things that can affect physical space. So as I mentioned in the interview, the purpose of this particular GFC is to help you stay centered in yourself, even if things around you in your space are unstable or weird or need to be cleared. Because when you pull yourself into your center and then do something like the frequency saging, clearing out your space GFC, which will go deeper, it will give you more authority in your space, okay? So that it, so the two things work well together, that makes sense. The stronger you are, the better you are able to clear your space with the help of frequency work. Make sense? So we're setting you up for success. Okay, so here we go. And whether it's um, you need help with clearing your physical space, of something unseen, this will also affect um, people who are negative or heavier in your space. It'll impact them too. Okay. So meaning it'll start to shift them or they'll have a response to it. All right. So just be aware that that might happen. Okay. So here we go. Becoming aware of your body, please. And for those of you who are newer, becoming aware of your body just simply means scanning your body from either head to toe or from the soles of your feet up to your head or from inside out or outside in, becoming aware of how your body is in this moment. Where you have tension, where you have holding, where you have ease, where you can allow yourself to sink into whatever's supporting you or where it's harder for you to do that. Noticing what is warm or cold. Just noticing your body. Perhaps for the first time today. And then when you're ready, becoming aware of the inside edge of your feet. Okay? So... From the tip of your big toe all the way along the inside edge of the foot to about your heel. Just noticing where that is. Noticing if you get caught in your mind in trying to know exactly what that is and if you've gotten it right. Noticing that. And then noticing the sensation of this part of the foot. What it's touching. For those of you more experienced. Noticing, say, the distance between the beginning of the arch or the front point of the arch all the way to the back point of the arch of the foot. Just noticing that distance. Good. Mm Mm-hmm. And now noticing the lower half of your back, okay? From your uh, waist to your tailbone. Noticing the position of this. So meaning if it's just at rest, if you're tucked slightly in the tailbone, okay? If it's a nice curve, if it's a little bit straightened, like too flattened, notice that. If you're lying down, notice the weight that this bears, and if you're sitting up or standing up, noticing the weight that this bears, but in a different way, okay? So just noticing your own weightedness in this space. Good. And as you start to notice your body in more detail, we are starting to pull ourselves into the zero point of space and time. If you don't know what that is after this, I do recommend watching episode 151, The Foundation of the Reality. There we go. You further in to that zero. And now please become aware of your own breath, just noticing it for the next couple of seconds without changing it. And after a couple of breaths, allowing your breath to deepen to become much. Longer Good Really nice And For those of you more experienced, imagining your breath expanding and contracting in all directions around you. And if you're new and want to try that, that's great. So a lot of us will only think of our breath in front of us, like expanding in front of us. But imagine if it were to expand in all directions around you, like a big balloon, that's a perfect sphere that expands and contracts around you. Good. Excellent. And now becoming aware of your surroundings. Noticing the feeling of the air against your skin. Now, you can tell a lot from just even your feeling sense of your skin. Okay, so noticing if the air feels heavy and damp or light and dry. Whether it feels clear, right? Or if there's a lot of debris in the air. Just noticing the air. Perhaps it's just rained. And you can feel the ionic charge in the air. Whatever it is, just noticing the texture of the air against your skin, noticing its temperature, its movement, if there is any. And now, blinking your eyes open, noticing the quality of the light, maintaining a soft focus. You're not really looking at anything in particular, you're just noticing the quality of the light, which changes all the time. And after you've noticed the quality of the light, please triangulate. Now, for those of you who are new, Triangulation simply means becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And as you become aware of these inanimate objects, it does not matter what they are, to become aware of the distance between each object and you, and then to feel that distance. So let's imagine that object A Is the desk. And the desk is about seven feet to you. Okay, so you feel the distance between the object and you after you notice the distance between the object and you. Okay, and then you would do the same thing for objects B and C. And as you do this, your sense of where you are in space will clarify, come into more focus. And become more present for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So once you've finished triangulating, please blink your eyes closed, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest in your nipple line when you're complete breathing normally. So let's go ahead now, putting your hand on that heart space and take a nice deep breath together, inhaling, holding for a count of five. And then releasing your breath at the intensity and speed you prefer, holding your breath out, also for a count of five. Once you've finished this one long breath, please breathe normally. And whilst we're waiting for the mastermind to become coherent, Please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level, that I sometimes work in silence, especially if uh, I'm working with very high frequencies because to make physical noise only drops the frequency resonant. And I do make sound. So especially if I'm removing a heavier, stickier distortion, I'll uh, make noises like humming or yawning or exhaling sharply. And if I say something that really resonates with you, it's likely a pattern that you run. And if I say something that you really resist, it's also likely that it's a pattern that you run. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to examine further. Now that the mastermind has coalesced, keeping your attention in the center of that heart space and also in the front of the throat, let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is, How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this vast space, imagining, feeling, or sensing a brilliance at its very core that comes from deep within and starts to get brighter because you have your attention on it. And as it expands, it starts to expand out through all of your cells, through your organs, out through your bones, your muscles, and eventually your flesh and through the pores of your skin. Out. Into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you, becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Mm-hmm. And now please become aware of this space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm pulling up your frequency resonance irrespective of where you began. How high your frequency resonance is determines everything from what your reality looks like, how you feel about it, how much momentum you can gain on spirit level, how much distortion you can release. So this is the most important or one of the most important things that we do together. hmm Good. So bringing your attention now, please, into your heart space. Okay. So keeping your attention here for a moment, we're just going to clear out from you the frequencies or the residue of frequencies of pe- of other people's junk, okay? Their low-level frequencies, their control patterns, their anxiety, their stress, their worry. Yeah, and then we'll pull you more into the center. Hang on. Imagining that brilliance from deep within, starting to radiate out in all directions through your heart space, getting even brighter. There we go. Pushing all the way out through the physical body, all the way through and past the spare body, so it gets really bright. Good. Excellent. Excellent, bringing your attention now please to the tip of your tailbone, all the way up your spine, okay, all the way up into your brain. And as you become aware of your spine, really bring your attention to all of its detail, like the space between all the vertebrae, The density and the porousness of the vertebrae, the curve of the spine, bring all of your attention right here. And as you bring your attention here, imagining your spine starting to become bright with that same brilliance from deep within. Yeah, it's like your whole spine lights up like a string of lights. Excellent. Yeah. So we're not only clearing out the stuff that isn't you, we're anchoring you, the is- essence of you, in your spine. So if something untoward is happening or is a little alarming in your space, you want to stay centered in your body, okay, so other things don't come into your body, all righty? So just by doing this, we keep you centered in your spine, which is important, okay? It means that someone's home in the house, yes? So other things can't come in. Good. And now bringing your attention, please, right to the midpoint of your solar plexus, between your belly button and the base of the sternum, right in that center point between those two points, bring your hand to this spot. It's going to pull you further into what I call the zero point, space and time within you. This gives you more authority or more influence over your reality. Okay, the more you're centered in the zero, the more influence you have over your reality. The more scattered you are, uh, significantly less influence. Okay, and it can be massive how little influence we have over, over our reality uh, because many of us are not in the zero point, We're scattered all over the place. So just bringing us back in to this center point, it's very critical for experiencing abundance growth, ease, all those things we want. Yeah, bringing your attention now, <clears throat> excuse me, to your xiphoid process, which is right at the base of your sternum, which is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So from the xiphoid process, all the way down by about three to is, inches to or seven centimeters in a straight line down beneath your xiphoid towards your belly button, just clearing out your pain body because your pain body has a memory. And it'll make um, your integration harder if we don't reset this. Because it remembers you before all the frequency work was done. So let's clear all this out. Takes only a couple of seconds. Good. Yeah. Good. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter, join us, and let's rise together.